Hi, folks. This is Audacity and Love and Life, and I'm your host, Sean Matos. Uh, sorry for the delay. I'm putting a podcast out, but I put myself on airplane mode for a little bit because <laughs> I just wanted to do some things and whatever, you know. Um, anyway, so uh, today I'm going to talk about people who marry people for papers. Um, I have some friends of mine that uh, he married for love. She married for papers. And every once in a while, it comes out. When she gives him this look, <laughs> like, fuck you, you piece of shit. I don't even want to be married to you. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I ran into them, uh, the other day and, um, you know, he's, he was just trying to be helpful when you love somebody, you know, like he was doing the right thing. He was trying to carry her bag for her, but you know, like I told him, I said, you know, he was complaining about how she treats him and and she doesn't really care about me. And I said, dude, you married for love and she married for papers. Um, I think she was pretty clear in the beginning that that was the situation. And um, quite frankly, you're getting what you asked for. You know, it, it'd be different if she married you for love, but she made it very clear that it was the papers that was important. And you're the one who pushed it, you know. So, you know, he is OCD, like, really bad. And I kind, I really do feel sorry for him because I don't know what happened in his childhood. I know the family themselves, and they all have issues. And obviously, it comes from their upbringing or something that they all experienced when they were children. And I know from coming from a shitty background, you know, that... I have issues and my, my siblings have issues, you know. Um, luckily, it's not like OCD where um, I get up at 5 in the morning and I clean the driveway and the street in all kinds of weather until it's spotless and, you know, till 2 in the afternoon and, you know, just stuff that, you know. I had a friend of mine who had OCD really bad and the worst thing I did was ask, ask my dad if he would paint the inside of her home. Um because he has his own painting company, like I said, I worked for him, you know, painting, and uh, she, like, the way the sun would hit the walls at certain times of the day, she would put post-it notes all over the walls and tell him he had to go over this spot or that spot, because of the way the sun was reflecting off the wall, it wasn't, it wasn't the paint job at all, um, so it drove him absolutely crazy and he called me and said never ever fucking recommend me to do her place again for anything you know the whole thing um but anyway so you know these people are, are married for papers and um unfortunately you know it's it's a business deal but when you have love in the mix it's it's good when it's a business deal for two people it's not good when it's it's uh, a business deal for one um, and unfortunately, you know, you can't enter those situations um, and and think that, you know, you're not going to get hurt, you know, that the other person is making it very clear, um, this is what I'm doing it for, and if you love me, that's, that's on you, you know? So uh, the way, I almost busted out laughing the way she looked at him, but in a way, it was like, He's only trying to be a decent human being to you by saying, hey, let me carry your bag for you while you're shopping. You know what I mean? So, and most women would want that from a guy, you know, but when you don't love somebody and they're on your nerves and they have like OCD and it's just driving you crazy because she tells me he drives me absolutely crazy with his OCD. And I know from being around him, I can only be around him for like two or three minutes before I feel like I need to take some heavy meds or go smoke a joint and just chill out for a little bit because he really is on very high on the spectrum of having OCD. Um, almost like he should be institutionalized for it because it's just really that. And I can't imagine, I'm not trying to make fun of somebody that has that. Like I, I said, I had a really good friend of mine that had it really bad. And, um, you know, there are people that have it just really bad and I cannot, I cannot, um, really understand how I would be able to deal with having that. Like, you know, it's gotta be horrible. It's gotta be horrible, you know? Um, 
So, and I, I kind of make fun of myself because I feel like I'm a little OCD with stuff. Like, you know, I can't have dishes in the sink when I go to bed. But I will once in a while I'll spite myself like, no, bitch. Nobody's telling you you have to wash these dishes. You can leave them in the sink. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah, you can. I'll have an argument with myself and then I'll leave them in the sink. Then around three in the morning I get up and I wash them. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But um, Kelly was making fun of me because I was like, but I did it on purpose. I don't know what I said. We were at the baseball game and I said something to myself. And then I said, oh, no, Sean, you can't do that. Just on purpose, just to see if she was really listening to me. And she busted out laughing. She goes, oh, my God, you literally like argued with yourself. And I said I was only messing around. I wanted to see if you were listening. But anyway, you know, um, I I feel bad for him. But at the same time. You know, people usually show you who they are. And some of them tell you who they are. (laughs) And you best believe them. Um, I had a couple times where I could have gotten married. Um, Actually, there was some times in New York, some South American women uh, were going to pay me to marry them for papers. But um, I I didn't like them, like their personality and, you know... In order to do that kind of stuff, first of all, it's illegal. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. You might not want to get caught because uh, that movie, The Proposal, that I watch 150 times because I fucking love it, um, with uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds, cracks me up every time I watch it. All the time. So anyway... I would say, you know, definitely if you're going to do it, don't tell anybody, but it is illegal to do it. Um, And there are people out there that, you know, hey, there are people out there that truly do marry each other, you know, for love. And that's awesome. You know, um, there was some South American women that asked me to marry them for money. And I could have made like $10,000 or whatever, but I didn't because... Number one, it's illegal, and I just don't want to be bothered with that shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, and on top of it, you know, in order to do something like that, you you got to mesh with the person personality-wise, because you're going to have to live with each other, you're going to have to play it all out, and that's just too much work for me, and it's too much, I don't want to do it with somebody that, um, if there's a potential that you could actually end up with each other, because you do like each other and stuff like that, um, that's different, you know, and then maybe, you know, just like at married at first sight, they don't really know each other, but they get married and then they develop this whole relationship and get to know each other and they end up staying married, you know, and they decide, you know, we're going to work on this. Um, but if you're, if you don't feel like you mesh with the personality of somebody, then yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, so there was two French women, uh, her one, her last name, I'm not going to mention the first name, her, which, and I'm only mentioning the last names because I love the last names. They were beautiful. Serville and then Dubile. So, um, you know, one, I, I would, well, both of them I was friends with, you know, uh, one wasn't going to pay me money because she didn't have any money. She just needed to have the papers. And I was like, She's like a gypsy that goes around and just latches on to people and lives off of them and everything. And I said, yeah, I, I love your name. It's a beautiful last name, Serville. But then I also love the last name that I have where I have and I watch my bank account deplete to nothing. <laughs> because that's the kind of person I felt like she was, you know. And the other one, Dubiel. I love Dubiel because it almost uh, sounds like my grandmother's last name, Del Beato, in a way, you know. Um, but it's just not, I don't know. You just, you know, I, I, I just wasn't going to go that route. You know what I mean? It, and, and, you know, as much as I liked them and cared about them as friends, um, I, I just wasn't into having any kind of business relationship, especially when one wasn't going to pay me anything. And if anything, I'd probably lose every last time I ever had. And then she'd take off and disappear and never find her again. <laughs> And my car, or come home, and my fucking, everything would be moved out of my fucking house. My bank accounts would be depleted and everything. She might leave the dogs behind, because she wasn't really much of a dog person. But, uh, you know. But, yeah, so, at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to say don't do it, because, you know, you're on your own on that. It is illegal. Um, It is funny how people do it, and... 
you know, definitely don't do it if you love the person they don't love you because it's disastrous. Like, uh, um, I can tell you that the Romanian girl that was 19 and lied to me and said she was 21, you know, she got married to the Russian guy for papers. And uh, we were seeing each other at the time. And, and, you know, she came to me and told me that, you know, her family, it, it was a family friend of hers, her family, basically. Um, and he was an asshole. Like, he was, he took the marriage as, now I own somebody. And he, he, he knew that her and I were together. Um, but, you know, once he got married to her, which was a business relationship for money, and, um, you know, he, he treated her like a prisoner. Like, when I tell you, he padlocked her in the friggin' bedroom that I had to come over and threaten to call the cops and the FBI and everything else, you know, to get him to open a door, and he still wouldn't, so I got a crowbar out of my car, and I broke the fucking lock off, and I dared him to do anything to me, so at the end of the day, you know, um, that's not how you treat people that you love or don't love, you know, I don't treat people that I don't give a shit like that, I would never, I always treat people with respect and kindness until they give me a reason not to, and even then, I'll still be a decent human being to them, you know, until, unless they say something, I'm going to fucking feed it right back to them and shove it right back down their throat. Like, you know, some people don't like the fact that I'm talking about shit they put me through, but yeah, you had good time doing it. So how fucking dare you not like the fact that I'm airing out all the crazy fucking shit you people did to me and all the crazy lies you said about me. You don't like that now that the fucking script is fucking flipped. You know what I mean? But fuck you anyway, because I don't care. That's how I feel because I think I gave I was nice enough and kind enough uh, to people that I don't need to be kind to. There's not people. There's certain people I don't want in my life. So it doesn't matter how you feel about me or how you feel about me airing the lies and all the bullshit that I was put through for no fucking reason except to come in a restaurant and answer uh, and uh, you know order a fucking sandwich from somebody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you try and fucking weasel your way into my life. Or having a relationship that I felt like I was at the end of the rope and I broke up with you. You know what I mean? That kind of shit. I don't have time for people like that. You know, I will be nice to your face if I'm in public because I have to be. And there's no reason for me not to be. You know, because you showed me who you were. You know, and I'm showing you who I am. And that is I am a decent human being. But I'm not going to have you in my life. You'll never step over this fucking doorway or in my yard. That's how I feel. You know? So at the end of the day, when people, um, you know, they want to fucking talk shit or whatever, you want to, you know, you're, this is the thing. If you put yourself in a situation (laughs) where you're going to cause problems for yourself, then you're, you know, wake the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta, you gotta just like, you know, be smart about it, you know? Um... And at the end of the day, like, you, you know, hold on one second. What the hell's coming up on my phone here? I hate when I get thrown off track with shit. Anyway, um, God, I hate that. Anyway, I thought I put my phone on airplane mode, and I guess I didn't. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so that motherfucker did some fucking crazy-ass shit because he thought he owned her. You know, and um, and then he threatened to tell the family that she was gay and in a relationship with me and whatever. And, you know, there was a point where I broke up with her and told her to go to, you know, the guy that was in love with her and that was her friend. And they ended up together. But we all three remained friends, you know, um, even until the point way after the point um, of them moving away. And, you know, I used to come over to her apartment and, and sleep over once in a while. And when, when, when he wasn't there, she did try to, <laughs> and this is a fuck up shit. She did try and get together with me, like Sean, like when I'm sick, he doesn't take care of me, but you always used to take care of me. You used to make me tea and bring me soup and blah, blah, blah. And then sexually, he doesn't really satisfy me. Like I have to tell him what to do and this, that, and the other thing. So she came on to me a couple times while he was at work and wanted to have sex and stuff like that. And then, you know, first she wanted to, 
to get back with me because, you know, I of everything I was doing for her, which is not the not the reason you want to be back with somebody. Oh, well, you do all this shit for me, so I love you because of that. No, you you need to love me because of who I am as a person, you know, my personality, whatever, not, you know, my looks, whatever, not just, oh, because you do these things for me. That's not kind of, that's not a good relationship, you know what I mean? So... At the end of the day, you know, I just laughed it off like, yeah, he's a good guy. You'll work it out. You know, tell him what you need. Like, communicate. Tell him, you know, let me teach you how to have sex the right way that's going to satisfy me. You teach him what you want from him, you know. And if he's sick and you take care of him, then you say, look, I need you to go make me a cup of tea. I need you to go make some soup for me or whatever, you know. Ask for it so that you train him, I guess. You know, you have to understand he's probably never been in a relationship uh, or if he has, he's not maybe not been in a relationship where it's equal partnerships. You have to try and, you know, sometimes you have to teach the other person how to be an equal partner in a relationship or whatever. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, like if you want to marry somebody for papers or whatever, go ahead. I know that I seen the disastrous ends of marriage that doesn't involve love. You know, and it's just for papers. And unfortunately, uh, when men marry women and, you know, the woman is the one that needs the papers, they take it as a control thing. And when I tell you, this guy fucking treated her like shit, like a prisoner. And she had to be home for dinner to cook dinner for him and all this kind of shit because he was like, no, you, you're living with me and I matter you for papers and, you know. So, yeah, it was me and him had it out, and he was much bigger than I am. But like I said, I'll be scared of a fucking spider and jump out of a moving car. But if you're bigger than I am, I got bigger balls than you do because that don't scare me. So him and I would have it out, you know, especially when it came to how how he was treating her. You know, like, you know she's my girlfriend. You cannot fucking treat her like shit, man, just because you married her for papers and you got paid for it, you know. But he, he's a piece of shit. You know, so anyway, and I can't believe like the family even, um, you know, set that whole thing up. They had to have known he was a piece of shit, you know, uh, unless he presented himself so well in front of them. I don't know. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that's that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles with that. So in a way it worked out because she got she got to be here and, you know, she got married to our friend and they've been together and, you know, they have kids and. They have a great life together, from what I know. I don't know, you know. Could appear they have a great love. I don't know. I don't care, <laughs> you know. Um, but I just, it just, I just had to, I just, after seeing them and the look on her face uh, the other day, look at him. If looks could kill, they probably will. <laughs> because I was like, oh yeah, there we go. There, the honeymoon is over. The papers are in. No need to be nice anymore, you know? <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I see them heading for a divorce. I don't know, you know? Um, it, it It's a shame uh, people get mixed up in whatever situations. And, uh, you know, even in business, business deals suck, you know? You get fucked over by your business partners or whatever. I mean, you know. So at the end of the day, just um, be careful if you're going to marry for papers. Um, it is illegal, so do know that, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, as far as, and, and the defamation thing, like, you know, Frankie asked me, you know, to say something about that because he knows what I've been through. Um, he's been pretty much, you know, in my life since he was seven years old. So he, he knows uh, a lot of everything that I've been through and a lot of stuff he doesn't know because as a kid, I, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to expose him to stuff that he didn't need to know. He already had a he had a hard life as it was. You know, I was taking him to keep him from um, being exposed to the harsh uh, reality of life. And he still had to go through stuff, you know. Um, and, but you know, my, my, his time with me was vacation time from everything. His time was to come to my house, have his own room, have, have his own TV to watch, have a computer to, 
play on, you know, if you wanted to shut the door and read a book or jerk off to a fucking dirty magazine, I didn't care. Like this was his time because I know that he had, he had no space, you know, and he, and he didn't have, you know, unfortunately they bounced around. They, they went through homelessness. They went through horrible times and, um, you know, he needed, he needed somewhere that he can ground himself for a little bit, you know? Um, so I tried to give that to him as well as other people in his life. You know, we all tried to pitch in and give him, uh, the stability and, and, you know, and love and, um, attention and, and space that he needed because that's, that's definitely, um, important. I, you know, Everyone should have a room with a view. Everyone should have that space that they can go to. Like, even in a relationship, you know, I I truly believe that, you know, you should have your own bedrooms, you know, where, you know, I, I want a three-bedroom place. One bedroom you and I sleep in, and then the other bedroom is my bedroom, my space to decorate it the way I want, whatever. And then the other bedroom is your space to do what you want, whatever. And, you know, we come together in one bedroom. We can sleep there all the time or some of the time. But if we want space, we can have space, you know, and we should have space. We should all have a room of our own. We should all have a room of our own. It doesn't mean you don't love somebody. You know, we're all human beings, and I think that we all... Um, deserve to have our space and you know I'm a Pisces I'm a water sign and I think Cancers and Scorpios anyone that I left I, I met that that I know that's a water sign are, are definitely um, sensitive to needing to you know like Cancers need to crawl into their shell for a little bit you know I'm a Pisces I need I need to um, you know have some uh, alone time some recharging time or whatever you know and and I know Scorpios are like that you know so, um, I don't know the other signs that well, but I do, do know that water signs are like that. You know, I know like the woman that I felt like was the love of my life, the one that was a cancer, like she had to, and we had that understanding with each other. Like she would sometimes just not come out of her apartment for a couple of days and we wouldn't talk to each other or nothing. And I would go through the same thing and say, look, you know, I love you, but I'm just going to need some space for a day or two. Okay. That's good. And she would do the same. And that was good. And then she would come. She would throw a beautiful note underneath my door. Like, it's time to get together now. <laughs> you know? And whatever. And it was good. I mean, you just got to work it out with each other, you know, and figure it out. But everybody needs their space. Um, everybody should have their time alone. Everybody should have their creative time where they want to go paint or draw. or like I, love, I, I used to do leather crafting, bottle cutting. You know, draw, paint. Um, I was into all kinds of stuff, you know, stained glass stuff, you know. So I don't do that anymore, but, you know, now my thing is writing now, you know, and poetry, stuff like that. So, you know, as you grow, you change or whatever, but, you know, it's all up to whatever makes you feel good, you know, to turn inward sometimes and just uh, take care of yourself, you know, Um so, yeah, at the end of the day, it's like uh, we all need to uh, kind of <laughs> try and understand each other, even if we don't. And it's a shame that, you know, the simple, the simplest things seem to be the hardest things when it comes to relationships sometimes, you know. And I think we make it that way. So, you know, it's unfortunate because, like, my friends, they have this business deal. One is in it for love. The other one is in it for papers. But, you know, it, there's no reason to not be decent to each other. <laughs> and it gets, it, it is tiring when you're dealing with some somebody who has OCD. But, you know, at this, I, I kind of laugh. I wanted to laugh. I laughed inside, but I didn't laugh in front of her face. But, I, you know, it's like... And he even said, he says, Sean, all I'm doing, because he saw how she looked at him. He goes, Sean, all I'm doing is, like, just asking her to give me the bag so I can carry it for her. I'm just trying to be nice and carry it for that. I said, I know you. I understand. You know, it's so funny how we just take the littlest things and we can make them into a fucking mountain. <laughs> you know, so anyway, but I just, I, you know, the whole defamation thing, little, little Frankie, Bronson, whatever you want to call him, um, he, uh, he had mentioned it to me because, you know, he found it interesting, number one, um, 
because of all the things now that he sees what people do to each other in in the family law courts of uh, getting restraining orders against each other and everything that there are people that can um if they want to sue those people their exes that are you know dragging their life through courts and it's not good um when somebody looks up your record and sees even the uh, even even if the uh restraining orders got dismissed it just looks like you're crackhead fucking crazy you know like, oh, look, they had four restraining orders. That's why, too, I wanted to take her to court and do the defamation lawsuit. So this way, if anybody had any questions about, you know, looking at it and just looking at that, oh, well, they were dismissed, but this is what the allegations were, etc., that I could show that I proved her as a liar. You know what I mean? And and the other one that got uh, recruited from my boss, you know? Um, and the other two derelicts that were following me and, uh, videotaping me, by the way, I have the videotape of her sitting in the parking lot videotaping me while I'm putting groceries in my car and pictures and, and her on video. So they went down to, I went to my lawyer cause I was like, I'm about to file a fucking another lawsuit dude, because I'm telling you, these people are following me to fuck around, you know, to a grocery store. The girl showed up at work. Apparently I found out later five o'clock in the fucking morning and I didn't even show up to go shopping until eight o'clock and didn't wake up until seven. And then this bitch is in a parking lot accused videotaping me and accusing me of following her fucking girlfriend to work when I was still even in bed, you know? And I said, I'm not putting up with this fucking shit, you know? And he says, well, sue them if you want or whatever, you know, take some time, think about it. Don't jump. And then that Saturday, because they knew I went to a fucking lawyer, they went and filed the false police report. And that's stupid because once you put something down in writing, that's a legal document. And all I have to do is get a copy of the legal document. And now I have copies of their lies. And now I can take them to court for, for defamation. And they legally, they legally signed a paper as a police report that said, and, and I had a cop call me and question me about that situation. And, you know, I went off on him. I said, you better tell them to stay the fuck away from me. Really stay the fuck away from me. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I'm privy to the fucking game. I've been in, in it long enough to know when people are opportunistic people that are fucking trying to flip the script on shit. You know what I mean? So definitely, uh, you know, have your fucking uh, shit lined up. The first thing is if somebody's accusing you of following you, but they're the ones in the parking lots following you, uh, changing cars, videotaping you, whatever, that evidence that they think they have against you is really against them. Because it shows that they showed up where you were at on purpose to videotape you, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, make sure, um, like I said, I have I have ring videos. I have other video camera footage of people driving by. I have my dash cam footage. I have, you know, I have footage on my iPhone. I've, you know, I'm very evidence person. I'm very factual um, I'm not just going to say this happened. I'm going to have something that backs it up, you know, and that's what you have to. You can't just say this happened and that because anybody can say this happened and that happened. Anybody can say that. What you do is you get the facts, you know. So at the end of the day, do your homework. Um, if you're going to have to go through filing a defamation lawsuit against one of your crazy exes or somebody um, that, you know, heard a rumor and decided to run with it or has an ego and is narcissistic, malignant narcissist that, you know, is so fucking thinking that everything is about them and every, everything you do is about them or whatever, then, you know, they live in their own little world they created or whatever. And you're probably going to have to smash that glass and let them wake the fuck up, you know, um, by doing, uh, you know, what you need to do to make sure that people know that, they're, they're lying about your life, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, you know, you don't need, if you don't need to do it, then don't do it. It's a waste of time. But if you need to do it, you know, then, then do it. Or if you feel you need to do it and you got the evidence, like I said, there's three things, you know, they said it, you know, it's a lie. They said it to a third party and it's a lie. And you know, that, um, they, uh, they said something that, was along the lines of you acting in a criminal behavior kind of a way, or you had some loath loathsome disease or something like HIV positive or AIDS and it's not true or something, you know? So, um, you can look it up. It's online. You know, I'm not giving you legal advice. Everything you, that I'm saying right here is on, 
is online. You can look it up, you know. Um, and you can talk to a lawyer or you can just look that up too and find out how to do everything and everything. Um, it's pretty basic, you know. As long as you're telling the truth, that's all you need to do. You're telling the truth. My story doesn't change. My story is always the same. The, the people that lie, their story keeps changing. You know what I mean? So, you know, my and, and the thing is that you always should have... Um, you can tell your story a hundred different ways. It's still going to come out a diff- the same way, you know. So three or four words ain't going to matter. It's it's the people that fucking, when they lie, it's all of a sudden now, you know, you were at Walmart in May's Landing. Well, I was in fucking Delaware. <laughs> that At the time, you're saying that I was at Walmart in May's Landing. And then it's like... Oh, well, you know, you were over... Oh, wait a minute, wait, you're gonna, you're gonna change the story now? No, 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 you don't get to do that. You put it in writing, by the way, you know. So, at the end of the day, that's why it's very, very bad, bad idea to file false police reports. Because once you put that in writing, that's it, you know. And once you tell the cops that your side of the story that's made up and bullshit or whatever and has your twists and turns on it, you know, you're fucked, you know. So, at the end of the day, don't go do that. You know, that's what killed her. Like, you know, my ex is like, she literally went there and put all her lies in writing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and that's what buried her the most, you know, and then me having videotape, photographs, whatever. So, you know, gather your evidence, make sure you have all your facts that have evidence together and everything. And, you know, the truth is still the truth, no matter how many times they lie or how many ways they lie or how many people get to lie to, for them or how many people fucking believe them. And that's the best part. How stupid fucking people are that they just believe whatever anybody says. You know, I had a three ring circus coming around my house. It was absolutely fucking incredible. You know, how many dumbass motherfuckers, um, you know, believed the hype and came by my house, you know, to check me out or whatever, you know, give me dirty looks when I see them in public because they're related to this one's girlfriend or whatever. Look, I, I know them all. <laughs> like I said, I take, I take note of everything. I observe, I take license plates, I take time of days, where I was at, who it was, and I'll take a picture of the fucking person, you know, the whole fucking thing. And I just keep it all stacked up. You know, waiting, waiting to see if I'm going to have to use it or if I want to use it. It's basically more if I want to use it. Um, So if you're going to do that, that's what you got to do. You can't just lay, like my friend, she's always wanting to file a lawsuit against her ex, but she ain't got nothing fucking together. Like, and I have all this shit together for her, but I was like, this ain't my ex. Like, I already went through my shit with my ex. This is your ex. This involves you, and you should be more passionate about what he's doing to your life. Instead, you want to put it all on my lap, you know, and, and, and I can't fight your fight. At the end of the day, you can't have somebody else fight your fight. So get real. If you're going to fight, you better get real to the fact that you're going to have to show up in court and you're going to have to fucking testify to the things that were said and done to you, that you can't get your friends to do it. You have to do it. And if you don't have them balls, then just don't waste people's time by saying, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing, and I need you to help me this, that, and the other thing, and then you don't fucking do it. Because that's a pisser, too. I had one friend that kept saying she wanted my lawyer, my lawyer. I hooked her up with my lawyer, then she changed her mind. Then it's like, yeah, let me talk to your lawyer again. Yeah, you know, and he's like, you have a good case. You know, come on, do you want to do this or not? Yeah, I do. Oh, never mind, I don't. Give me a fucking break. And then, and then... When the time limit ran out, you know, I really should have fucking sued them. I really should have. I really fucking should. Well, you had how many fucking chances? You know, come on. Get your shit together. There's one thing that I can't stand is indecisiveness. I love Muffin to death, but she can't make up her mind on whether she wants to come into the house or not. She'll stand on the porch while I'm holding the door open. Mm, let me think about it. Do I want to stay out? Do I want to? I'm like, okay, well, I just made up your mind. I shut the door and fucking that's it. Now you're outside for a while until I get up again. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, you can't be indecisive. (gasps) Tina Turner died. Oh, my God. Wow. Holy cannoli, man. Well, there's a woman that went through shit, hell and back, and was a survivor. Huh? A victor, not a victim. 
Good for her, though. She lived a pretty good life. She had her some young men. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> She's like, mm -mm, age don't matter to me, honey. <laughs> oh, well. We all die one day or another. She lived a good life, you know. So anyway, um, you know, I put it out there. You, you have to be uh, smart about if you're going to get married for papers. If you're doing it for love, it better be on both ends. Otherwise, you're going to be very disappointed. If you're doing it for money, make sure you get a lot of money and, and you know, make sure you have your life set up so this way if you go to jail because you got caught, somebody can take care of your animals and your house and shit like that. Um, and, you know, like I said, with the defamation thing, if you're, if, if you're going to do it, you, you, you better be serious about it and you better rack up all your fucking evidence and facts and, and everything and put it all together. And then, you know, be sure you want to make that move and be sure that you want to take the time, um, because you have to be dedicated to it because it's not going to happen overnight and be sure that you want to put the work in and the time and be sure for sure 100% that your ass is going to be in court on the stand to testify to everything that was said and done to you and show your evidence and etc. Otherwise, fucking find a hobby and, and just let it go. You know what I mean? Um, otherwise, you know, and, and, and make sure it's worth it. Like if it's, if it's not really harming you and it's just a bunch of idiots, like I said, there's people that talk shit about people all the time, every fucking day in the workplace at home in your neighborhood, whatever I talk shit, you know, but at the end of the day, is it something that's going to harm you, you know, your reputation amongst people or has it harmed your reputation amongst people? Like I was born and raised in this town. You know, and I come back here to get relief from the fucking craziness that I went through in Atlanta County, only to have fucking shit fucking scum over here try and play the same game. You know, and there's always going to be scum of the earth. There's always going to be the bottom of the fucking pond that you're going to be scraping up with people. You know, because that's their, they exist, unfortunately. You know, and you're going to have to deal with them. Um, but you're going to have to weigh out who's worth your time and who isn't. It's not really the person themselves but the situation itself is it worth your time to fight for your character, your integrity, your reputation, who you are as a person in heart and soul. I grew up in this town, you know, never had any issues. Like I said, until I filed a lawsuit and for fucking, you know, scumbags of the earth to go around calling me a stalker and follow me and videotape me and shit. Even from another fucking there. You don't even live here, bitch. Like you don't, you, you never even were born and raised in this fucking town. Go back to your thug fucking life, you know, if that's what you are, you know, you're made of that shit to do that. Because I didn't even do that with my ex and a woman that I was in love with and was really being stalking. I didn't do that shit, you know, and that's like emotional immaturity 10 fucking one, you know, to do that kind of shit. You're basically going around trying to instigate people uh, and trying to instigate a situation that doesn't exist. Just in your decrepit girlfriend's mind and yours. And then you spread the fucking minutia to everybody else who's dumb enough to believe it. You know, so at the end of the day, if you're dealing with those kind of fucking people, I would say sometimes people, like I said, some people, you know, everybody said, Sean, you need to cut them off at the knees, put them, stop them in their tracks. And I know I should have, you know, and I still can. But at the end of the day, if, if it's worth it to you because of everything that you've been put through, um, then sure, do it, you know, but you better be wholeheartedly into it, you know, don't be a pussy, you can't be a pussy, I can tell you that, don't be a pussy when you're fighting people that are trying to fucking ruin your life, and your character, and your reputation, you know, you, you have to go after them, after them full force, um, and have the biggest balls in, in the United States of America, um, you know, and then take them down, and then don't worry about how they feel or what they look like in the end. They look like shit. That's because they created the shit. So don't worry about what other people think of them because this is the shit that they created. It would never existed in, if they hadn't created it. You know, so always remember that. They're the ones who instigated the situation. They're the ones who created it. They're the ones that were legends in their own mind and thought that they could do the shit that they could do to you and just walk away. 
you know, and they had nothing better to do. They couldn't take up a hobby like leather crafting. They had to, their hobby is going around trying to fuck people's lives over and then go to church every Sunday and Wednesday and act like there's some innocent soul. Be kind. Wear your be kind t-shirt. Doesn't mean you're kind, sweetheart. You're evil. You're ha- you have an evil seed in you. If you go around wearing be kind t-shirts, but you're fucking evil inside. You know, that's just a facade. That's that fake Christian bullshit, you know, and that's the people that I can't stand to be around, the hypocrites, you know, and there's way too many hypocrites out in this world right now. You know, they go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, whatever night, week, you know, and they try and they do the horrible, most horrible fucking shit. But then when they go to church, it's like, oh, I don't like to curse and everything. But yeah, and I was just talking to somebody the other day where her sister and her are doing a podcast and her su- sister is super religious. So she doesn't want to curse in the podcast. But yet, Sean, she curses like a fucking truck driver. She just doesn't want all her church people to know that she talks that way. And I see, and that's what I got a problem with. The fake Christian bullshit. The hypocrites out there. Why can't you just be Christian and say, I believe in God and everything, but I also believe in cursing. I also believe in smoking a joint. And I also love my girlfriend and I'm gay. You know what I mean? Instead of fucking sweeping that bullshit under the cur- the carpet and pretending like you're somebody you're fucking not. You know? So please, be real with each other. You know? That is the main thing that happens in this world that nobody fucking can handle from each other is being real. And that's where you get... All the people, because you were real to them and said you couldn't have a relationship with them because you're healing and they can't handle that. Oh my God, you don't want me? You're not, you don't want to be in a relationship with me because you're healing? Oh no, this is not acceptable. Let me go out and say you're a fucking stalker and you're in love with me and want to be with me and all that kind of shit, you know. Or I don't want to be with you. I didn't have, you knew me 13 years and you never even looked at me that way. Well, no, I didn't, (laughs) you know. Oh, how dare you say that to me? You know, that's one of the things, too. The the one that I took to court, when we were in our kitchen one day, she said to me, would you have uh, looked at me as somebody you would want to be in a relationship with if I hadn't pursued you? And I said, no, not at all. And that hurt her feelings, but I was being real because it's true. I would have never looked at her and had never looked at her that way. And I knew her for 13 years, you know, so a lot of people get their egos can't handle the rejection and it doesn't have to be hard. I'm not trying to be an asshole when I reject you. I'm trying to be, as a matter of fact, when I, you know, when I said I didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody because I was healing, it had nothing to do with you. So why take it as something to do with you? And that's what a lot of people do. They take it personal, like it has to do with me because their ego is so big, they can't handle it. You know, instead of looking at the other person saying, wow, this person's going through some shit and they just need to deal with their shit and it's got nothing to do with me. My relationship and my defamation lawsuit and everything that happened in the past that I'm trying to heal from had nothing to do with this girl. And I think I was being really fucking decent human being. And to have somebody flip the script and fucking do all this crazy shit to me these past few years, you know, that was, and have her girlfriend follow me in video, that was some fucked up and her meth addict friend, fucked up shit, you know? (coughs) And it's funny because somebody just mentioned something about yesterday, somebody that I met. And, um... She said to me, Sean, you know, she's a nice looking, you know, woman and I'm pretty sure she's single. You know, maybe you should, you know, maybe you should look into asking her out. (coughs) And I said, I hope, you know, I talked to the girl and she said she's going through a divorce. And it wasn't like I'm trying to pick her up. It was just regular conversation. And... You know, I told my friend, I said, look, she's going through a divorce right now. She's going to need time to heal. So I don't ever want to interrupt somebody's healing process, you know, because we all do. When we break up with somebody, when we have, you know, a horrible situation happen in our life, it doesn't have to be a relationship. It could be somebody's death. 
It could be your dog dying. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. When somebody's going through something, they need a time time to heal. And that's only, you know, emotional maturity will show you that. And believe me, it's not like I was ever that emotionally mature all my life. I, I became emotionally mature with the things that I went through. And I'm still immature. So, at the end of the day, you know... If I want a relationship with somebody, I want somebody who who feels like they've healed and they're ready to be in a relationship, you know. And I also want to honor somebody who's not, who needs time to heal, you know. Did I like the girl? I think she's a very beautiful woman, you know. But I wasn't, you know, um, in our conversation when it came out that she's going through a divorce and stuff. I knew right then and there, this woman's going to, she's going to need time to heal. She's going to need time to find who she truly is. She's been in a relationship for a long time. You lose yourself. You lose who you are, you know? So you got to find yourself again. You got to find what you want, what you don't want in another relationship, you know, or, or if you want a relationship at all again, you know? And I think everybody needs to go through that, you know, that they need to empower themselves. Become the empress first, and then look, you know, to find somebody, you know? So at the end of the day, um, (coughs) that's my podcast. I am going to, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple other things, if I remember, uh, coming up. But, um, you know, I think I covered the defamation thing enough. I think I covered uh, the married... um, uh, for paper stuff, and, you know, the big thing is it's illegal, so just remember that. You can watch Proposal as much as you want, you know, because that is a funny movie, but at the same time, um, they did fall, they were in love, I mean, they they fell in love, they were in love, but they were, you know, some people are just, um, their own worst enemies, you know, and it, and, and it's funny how the relationships that work the best are the ones that, you know, you don't, bend for the other person all the time, you know, that you do build them up by having them, uh, giving them a little bit of challenge, you know, um, that you challenge each other, you know, challenge each other to change basically, you know, and, and that's, and you love through, you're loving each other through the challenge and the change, obviously, you know, but, you know, some people, I find it, like, Cary Grant, I used to love Cary Grant and, like, Katherine Hepburn and stuff like that, because those are relationships, those fun relationships where they, you know, uh, the characters and in, in the movies and stuff that they did was always challenging the other person and sarcastic, you know, comedy, comedy, you know, but... At the end of the day, that's a kind of relation. You don't want to fight all the time. You don't want to be like dragged down dirty fucking talking to each other, like calling each other names. And I don't, you know, I'm not saying do that, but challenge each other in certain ways, you know, and that supposedly builds each other. You know, you build each other up by challenging each other, you know, and have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, uh, I'm going to get going and I will talk to you guys later. And uh, hopefully I will have some good things to tell you about restaurants and some organizations I want to talk about um, in my next podcast. And like I said, you know, do I am not a lawyer, so what if you choose to file a defamation, whatever, like I said, you know, first of all, I have evidence. Yeah, you, know, you, you ain't got shit if you don't have evidence. <laughs> just going to go back and forth one word against the other kind of thing. You know, they can talk all the shit they want. Just have your evidence, you know, to show that they're talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And go to a lawyer. I would definitely go to a lawyer, pay a lawyer, consult with them, see if they have a case. A lot of lawyers won't take little defamation cases unless you're some big businessman who has a lot of money, you know. Um, so you're usually going to have to take it on yourself, uh, pro se, or if you have a friend that's a lawyer and wants to take it on and a, a friend that's a lawyer will say, look, I don't want to take your money cause you can do this. Cause my, that's what my lawyer said. He said, Sean, you got all the evidence you need. You could do this. You don't need me. You're, you're you should have been a lawyer. You don't need me. And he was right. I didn't need him. You know, he could have took my money. 
He could have said, hey, okay, I'll, I'll do the case and take my money, but he didn't, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, definitely get some legal advice, um, weigh it out, see if it's, see if the situation is worth it. The people are never going to be worth it. The people themselves are scum of the earth. They're never going to be worth it. It's just what it is that you need to do to protect yourself, your reputation, your character, your integrity, who you are as a person, heart and soul, and the people that know you that have had their minds tainted with the bullshit. You know, that maybe you need to show and prove. Or if you need to prove it to yourself, like, I can do this and I'm going to show these people lied, even if it's to make yourself feel good, you know, then do it. And uh, that's it for me. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go have a beer. Take care. Hey folks, I just wanted to add a little tidbit. Uh, Tina Turner died today, obviously. You probably heard if you heard my podcast. Um, I just remembered something. When I was living in New York City... I was dressed in my jeans, combat boot, uh, combat boots, uh, a black suit jacket, and this gray heathered color uh, button-down, what do you call it, like a, what would they call that, a crew neck or something, where it's got like three or four buttons down the neck or whatever, but my jeans were kind of ripped and everything, and... I was crossing the sidewalk where Madison Square Garden was. And Tina Turner was playing that night at Madison Square Garden. And I remember seeing a limousine drive real slow by me. And then the window rolled down in the back and it was Tina Turner. And she screamed out something like, girl, you look good. I love your boots or whatever. And I I can't believe I forgot about that moment. But yeah, that was just an awesome, like I was totally like, blown away, um, you know, because I was not expecting that at all, so at the end of the day, um, I just wanted to throw that out in honor of Tina Turner, um, I honor her more, not for her music, but for how strong she was as a woman to get out of a domestic violence situation when I turn her and make her way on her own after all that she had been through, and actually, his career pretty much took a nosedive. Um, so it was really all her, <laughs> in a sense, when you think about it. And, you know, so if you're ever in some kind of situation with that, believe me, you will come out of it and you will be better than you ever were before. A stronger person and it will, whatever you go through will grow you and you will learn. And like I said, you will learn what you don't want. Uh, in a relationship, what you will take and won't take, not even relationships, friendships too, you know, they all, uh, play a part in your life. Um, so if there's people that are your friends or they're friends like family members and they're not treating you right or whatever, fucking, you know, you can delete people out of your life because it's not healthy for you, you know? So at the end of the day, in honor of, uh, Tina Turner, I appreciate the compliment and, uh, you know, I know she's in a better place right now because this world's turning to shit in a handbasket. It's horrible. But anyway, uh, talk to you guys later.